Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Conscious Beauty Podcast, where we talk about how to naturally age with health, strength, and beauty. I'm your host, Mary Vallarta. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy you're here. So last time, we talked about the difference between linear and biological age, as well as some of the practices that we can do to help slow down the biological effects of aging. As a quick refresher, in case some of you didn't catch that episode, which I recommend that you do catch up on, Linear age is determined by the number of years that you've been alive, while your biological age is determined by the rate at which your cells and tissues degrade. Okay, so this is the reason why some people look younger than their age and some people look older. It really has to do with how quickly their cells and their tissues are degrading. So this week I thought, why not focus on one of the things that we discuss, right? Which is strengthening our digestion. A strong digestion actually does contribute to slowing down the aging process. So before we go into the why and how, let's first talk about what digestion actually is. So digestion is pretty simple. It's just the process of breaking down food then the process of distributing the nutrients that our body has accumulated from the food, right? And then it also has to deal with process of elimination. So everything that our body no longer needs, it's our digestive system's job to make sure that that gets eliminated. So that's number one and number two. (laughs) Uh, Now let's take this a step further. Ayurveda teaches us that we digest more than what we eat. We digest everything that we take in with our five senses. So that includes also what we smell, what we hear, what we touch, and what we see. Okay, This is why sometimes we tend to feel like our minds are overloaded, like we can't take any more information. And it seems like it's so hard for us to speak simple sentences, right? Our brain is overloaded. This is similar to how we feel when we're backed up right, in our stomachs when we feel like we just have so much food that we can't stand up or have another bite or even do much, right? So very same type of experience. Okay, so how does digestion affect aging? Let's let's go into that now that we've defined what digestion is. When we have a strong gut, when we have a strong digestive system, we are easily able to break down what we take in We're easily able to extract the nutrients, right, from the food that we're eating. And then we're also easily more able to eliminate what we don't need, which is where we get our waste. So having a strong digestive system means that we are efficient in doing all those three steps, breaking it down, extracting nutrients, and elimination. Okay, when we have a poor digestive system or a poor gut, all of that becomes a lot of work, okay? It, it becomes a very strenuous task than it has to be. This is why sometimes, you know, you feel stomach pains. This is why you feel constipated. This is why you might be experiencing heartburn, right? Those are all symptoms of a weak gut or poor digestion. And we'll get into that a bit later, okay? So when we are experiencing these difficulties, a few things happen. Our nutrient intake suffers. 
because we're not able to properly break down food, then we're not going to be able to properly extract nutrients. So we're not going to be able to, you know, get all the vitamins and minerals that our body needs. So that makes our cell, that means our cells are not going to get the proper nutrition. That means that it's going to degrade faster and it's become more susceptible to invaders or diseases, okay? That's one way that's going to affect how we age, okay? If you're not getting nutrients, your, your cells are just going to degrade faster. Um, number two, our body has to allot more energy to the digestive system to do its job, right? That's what I was saying earlier. That means that when our body is dedicating so much energy, so much focus just in digesting, other organ systems will end up receiving less energy and focus, such as our immune system and our reproductive system. So now the body is having to work overtime. And when you do this for a long period of time, when you have a weak gut for a long period of time and the rest of your organ systems are not getting the nutrition and the focus that it needs, your cells are going to degrade faster as well. Having poor digestion will also put you at risk for holding on to more toxins. Toxins are not good for cellular health and the reason why is because if your digestion is compromised, that means that you're going to end up having more of a you know likelihood to experience constipation okay and when you're not able to easily go to the bathroom when you have a lot of things built up inside you that means those toxins are just in there instead of it coming out it's in your body right and it's gonna start to wreak havoc on your body because those are toxins that are supposed to come out that are supposed to be eliminated and they're stuck in there so as I mentioned, toxins are not good for our cellular health. Toxins make it harder for your body to function because it can impair your red blood cells from transporting oxygen from your lungs to the rest of your body. Toxins also make it difficult for our body to fight free radicals, right? So directly going to affect how your skin looks, okay? And also puts you at risk for cancer. It weakens our bones. And again, all of this accelerates the biological effects of aging. So this is also true when it comes to the other things we consume from our sense organs, right? As I mentioned, Ayurveda teaches us that we digest more than what we eat. So a prime example of other things that, you know, come across us that we don't process or that we don't digest are traumas, unprocessed traumas, traumas that we haven't addressed, traumas that we haven't let go of, traumas that have become emotional or spiritual indigestions, as I like to call it. So these events, right, these, these emotional heartbreaks, um, these traumatic events, they stay inside your body, your unconscious. And ends up manifesting into destructive behavioral patterns or maybe actual physical pain like symptoms such as weight gain, acne, or back pain. This is why sometimes doctors or even patients themselves cannot understand why they have specific physical ailments when sometimes those ailments are actually caused by these traumas that were never addressed. So digestion, yes, it definitely applies to what we eat, but it also applies to everything that we take in on a day-to-day -day basis. So let's, 
let's talk about this. How can you tell if you have poor digestion? I've already listed some of them earlier, but let's go um, list more. What are the signs of a weak gut? Okay, and these signs are chronic. These are, I'm not talking about like once in a while you'll have a stomachache because you ate too much. I'm talking about symptoms that show up all the time, consistently. So stomach pains is one of them, right? Heartburn, okay? If you're consistently having stomach pains and heartburn, there's most likely um, a digestive condition that you should look at and be aware of. Constipation, skin conditions like rashes, eczema, acne. A lot of these conditions people treat topically. They think that it's something that products can actually address. Sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's not. It really has to do with what's going on inside of our gut. It's either what we're eating or it's a symptom of poor digestion. A compromised immune system. The gut and the immune system are directly um, connected. Poor gut will automatically lead to poor immune system. And it can lead to other things too, like hormonal imbalance, poor reproductive health. Because again, if your body is focusing so much energy on the gut, it's not going to have as much energy to focus on protecting you through your immune system. It's not going to have as much energy, right, and, and resources to really ensure that your reproductive system is 100%. So once your gut is compromised, everything else is going to be affected. affected. It's like a domino effect. Irregular periods, okay, endometriosis. Again, a, a lot of these conditions um, have not been explained or, yeah, or, or, or really talked about when it comes to its connection with the digestive system. Candida, yeast infections. This is one of the conditions that I struggled with um, not too long ago. I kept having repeated yeast infections month after month after month, and I could not understand why, and it had something to do with how I was eating. Um, weight gain, food intolerances, fatigue, sleep disturbances, headaches, right? A lot of these things, you know, people will be like, how is that connected to the gut? But it is. So the question now becomes, what can we do to strengthen the digestion. And some of these are practices that I actually implemented myself when I learned about these Ayurvedic practices. Um, I stopped snacking. So stop snacking all day if this is something that you're doing and you're experiencing, you know, these symptoms. Um, instead of snacking all day, change that to three meals a day. And the reason why snacking all day is not as conducive to having a strong gut is because you're making your digestive system work overtime. It's having to basically break down food all day long. Think about it. If if you were forced to have to chop wood all day long, you would get tired. I would rather do it three times a day and have breaks in between. That is how your gut feels. So instead of snacking all day, eat three meals a day and eat them at a consistent pace. So that way your body actually knows when it's about to get nutrition. So it's not shocked. It's it's not wondering when is it going to get its next um, 
delivery of nutrients, right? So three meals a day on a consistent basis. I already said this, eat at set times so you don't create food insecurity. Also, when you eat at set times, this prevents you from snacking and from eating junk and processed foods is a big contributor to an unhealthy gut. Um, don't eat after the sun sets. Not eat, eating after the sun sets, meaning you know after dinner, you don't eat until breakfast, that is the easiest way to intermittent fast. And again, the reason why it's good for you to not be eating all day and all night is because you're letting your digestive system do its job continuously. You're not throwing in a wrench in, in an assembly line, right? You're letting it actually do its job without any interruptions. Eat mindfully, okay? Chew adequately. A lot of times, you know, we live in this fast-paced world. We're not even chewing as much as we need to. And chewing is a step. It, it is one step of the digestive process. If you are only, if you're chewing very quickly and there's still a lot of food that has yet to be liquefied in your mouth because the food has to be chewed and mixed in with your saliva before it hits your stomach. If you are missing that step, again, your your gut is going to have to work overtime, okay? And you're increasing your likelihood of not being able to extract all the nutrients from your food. Eat warm foods. Eating warm foods, oh, your gut loves warm things, warm foods, warm drinks. And the reason why is because your digestion is fueled by your digestive fire. In Ayurveda, we call this Agni. It's your fire, okay? Your fire is what lights up your digestion. And when you are eating things that are cold, you are dampening your fire. So that means you're weakening your digestion, your digestive power. So warm foods, hot foods are great. Your body loves that, okay? It's, it's fine to once in a while, you know, like eat, um, ice cream or have a smoothie, but you can do that very strategically, you know, do that when um, the sun is out. So the prime time to eat cold things is when the sun is at its peak, which is noon. And the reason why is because your body follows the same cycles as nature. So when the sun is up, that is the earth's hottest, you know, point. Um, that's the same with your digestion, okay? Your digestive fire, that is when it's at its strongest. So you wanna time when you're going to be eating cold things when, when your digestive fire is at its strongest, okay? Summertime, best time to eat cold foods. Wintertime, not the best time. Again, there are a lot of us who live in warm climates all year round, so that might not be applicable. Um, eat easy to digest foods. This is a great way to strengthen your, your digestive system by giving it a break, right? Easy to, ah! easy to digest foods are things like rice porridge, you know, kitchari. Kitchari is an amazing dish to eat when you are wanting to strengthen your gut. Um, it's very easy on the stomach. It's basically rice porridge mixed with yellow lentils, yellow split pea lentils, and digestive spices. It gives you the nutrients that you need without um, subjecting your gut to having to digest so much. It's very easy to make, very easy to consume, and it's a type of food that is really great for uh, people who might be sick because Again, it's easy to eat and it's also very nutritious. So 
eat easy to digest foods. And easy to digest foods are things obviously that are not deep fried, things that are not raw, things that are not cold, okay? So think warm, soft, right, grounding foods. Cook with digestive spices, okay? This will actually help you break down food a lot easier when you cook with digestive spices. Spices like ginger, cumin, cinnamon, black pepper, all those spices help to heat up your digestive fire. And again, that fire is what you need to strengthen your gut. So I actually created a tea called the Happy Tummy Tea, which is designed to help with digestion and stomach pain, with indigestion, I should say, and stomach pain and bloating and constipation. And it helps stimulate your digestive fire. It relaxes your intestinal muscles. It calms inflammation. I, I can't I can't even list all of the benefits of this tea and I created this because I needed something like this. You know, I built it on top of an ancient Ayurvedic formula, which is called CCF, cumin, coriander, and fennel. And I just enhanced the effects and the flavor by adding other yummy things like rose petals, um, sweet raisins, peppermint leaves, hibiscus flowers, right? I wanted something something um, added to it. And the reason why is because I know that peppermint is known to calm your stomach. Raisins are known to help with digestion and elimination and... Um, Hibiscus is known to improve liver health and all those things I really needed assistance with. So I created this amazing tea, Happy Tummy Tea, if you're interested. It is on my website, ConsciousBeautyRituals.com. Um, okay, so other things that you can do. Um, you can start your meal with a ginger appetizer. So eat two to three thin slivers of ginger you want to add some fresh lemon juice and rock salt or mineral salt. I like to use pink Himalayan salt. Do not use table salt. Table salt does not have the same effects as mineral salt. What does the ginger appetizer do? It helps rev up your digestion before you eat. Okay, The sour from the lemon stimulates your saliva, which is good because you need saliva to liquefy your food. The salt allows your tongue to really taste your food, which is good because that is going to send signals to your stomach on what um, enzymes it's going to need to break down your food. And then the ginger helps strengthen your digestion, which is good so you can break down and process your food much easier. So you want to eat your ginger appetizer anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes before eating, okay? Um, you want to avoid or decrease consumption of processed foods, right? And then you want to make sure you're eating balanced by incorporating all of the six tastes, okay? This is, this is quite different from how, um, meal planning is, like the Western idea of meal planning or a balanced meal versus the Ayurvedic approach to a balanced meal. In Ayurveda, it teaches us that to have a balanced meal, you want to be able to satiate all these six tastes so that you're not left craving for anything more, okay? And also, there are different reasons for needing to have all six tastes. There's nutritional benefits and there's digestive benefits. 
So let's go through each of the six tastes. So the first one is sweet, okay? The sweet taste coincides with foods that are nourishing and grounding. So think things like sweet potatoes and rice, you know, um, beets. Those are grounding, nourishing foods. These are the foods that nourish our tissues. So um, sweet is definitely something that you want to make sure is incorporated in every meal. Okay, This should be the bulk of your meal. Um, sour is the next taste. Sour is hydrating. It's saliva inducing. We already talked about why that's important. It also stimulates appetite. Um, salty. Salt allows you to taste your food, which is really important for the digestive process. Okay. Um, it helps break down your food and secrete the proper acids to break down your food. I just said that. And salt also protects your stomach lining. Okay. So don't get scared. I, I know there's a lot of information out there that says salt is bad. Avoid salt. Yes, salt can be bad if you oversalt your food and if you are using table salt. You want to make sure that you are using natural mineral rock salt, okay? Um, the next taste is pungent or spicy. This strengthens digestion. Hot, right? It's going to help stimulate your digestive fire. Bitter. Bitter is one of the tastes that a lot of us aren't very fond of, but it's super important to make sure that you have this on your plate or bowl. Um, bitter cleanses the mouth and is good for ridding us of toxins, right? So bitter is a detoxifier. It opens up the channels in our bodies. So these are things like dark leafy greens, right? Um, these are... the these tastes are necessary for us to be able to also not just nourish with sweet, but also detox with the bitter. Um, astringent. While bitter cleans the mouth, astringent dries it. So it creates a drying, puckering sensation in the mouth, similar to what you get when you eat cranberries or pomegranate, right? It's dry. It's kind of chalky. So pomegranate and... Um, Cranberries are an example of an astringent type of food. And astringent tightens your tissues and absorbs fat. Okay, what's not to like? So those are all the six tastes and those are the reasons why they are important. So you want to make sure that you incorporate that in each meal. Now the levels of incorporation, right? It will, it will tend to vary a little bit based on your own um, composition, your mind-body composition. In Ayurveda, we call this your dosha, okay? Because some people, they should not be eating a lot of spicy foods because they already run hot. And if you eat a lot of spicy foods, you're going to overheat. Some people, they should not be eating a lot of bitter foods because they run cold and bitter is a cold feeling. It's a cold energetic. So if they eat too much bitter, that's going to actually um, weaken their digestive fire. Okay, And the way you um, eat is also going to, to depend on where you live. 
if you and and what season it is okay if it's winter time it's cold where you live then you want to make sure that you don't incorporate as much bitter because bitter is going to dry you up and cool you down and you don't want to be super cool <laughs> during the cold you want to be warm so you you want to include you know spice in there you want to include sweet and nourishing in there um, you want to include salt in there okay so in conclusion I kind of threw a lot of information at you guys but hopefully this will help you recognize if your digestive system is compromised and it will give you some starter tips on how you can adjust your behaviors, your routines, your eating patterns, okay? So hopefully um, this has been helpful for you. And like I mentioned, this is directly related to how quickly or how slowly you will age biologically okay so because of that like I mentioned I found you found I hope you found this episode valuable and before you go I'd be so grateful if you shared this and left a review and rating um, because it helps me get the message out there about conscious beauty podcasts you know I want to make sure that this information is there for people to consume, to learn from, so that more of us can age with health, strength, and beauty. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.